Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. All you need to know about markets this morning with me, Michelle Martin. Asia Pacific shares are mixed this morning as Japanese investors continue to cheer Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga's decision to step down. The Nikkei up more than 1% for the third straight session. The mood not quite as cheery in Seoul, where the Kospi is down half a percent. Shares in Sydney are flat. Joining me now to break down all the market action, how's Tuesday been looking, Ryan? It's only Tuesday. Wow. Okay. It feels like a lot of time has passed. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a really busy Monday so far. Uh, we begin this morning. We're in Singapore because a recent spike in COVID nineteen cases led the government to introduce a new set of rules aimed at stemming the rise. Don't worry, you can still eat out. But if you work in a job where you interact regularly with the public, you're going to need to take more frequent tests. Mm-hmm. So walk us through the new rules, Ryan. What's the latest here? Yeah, so we've got a couple of things happening and let's start with the rules that jump out. So members of the public are encouraged to limit social interactions to one a day. That's going to be down from two. And this is all part of just helping to manage the potential um, spread or vectors or exposure to anyone especially those with uh, vulnerable seniors or those living with older family members. So that is the um, rationale here behind this thinking, limiting the social interactions and also limiting your interactions to a small group of regular contacts. So that is also seeing the workplace seeing a ban when it comes to social gatherings and interactions. So that is because due to observations by the government in pantries, canteens and workplaces, some people have been more lax because or complacent to some extent and just taking off their masks and just um, being a bit too comfortable uh, and too close to their colleagues. And that has been one of the reasons for the spike in cases or the number of cases we've been seeing recently. So that is... Altogether, a package of policies and measures that the government hopes will keep keep the lid on the rising numbers recently. So the focus again on slowing the transmission rates. Government officials say they took the latest steps because the number of new cases was beginning to double. There are still relatively few people currently warded in hospital or ICU from COVID-19, but the experience from other countries indicates that when the rate of the increase jumps like this, hospitalizations rates rise as well. And this is what the government is trying to avoid. Ryan, from the analysts that you've spoken with, how do you think markets are going to react to this latest set of measures? I mean, do you think they're going to have any sort of dampening effect on commerce or will the additional COVID testing perhaps boost confidence instead? Yeah, it would not be a surprise to see some sentiment being hit. And that's because if fewer gatherings, you would see business in the usual places like restaurants um, being lower. And also if you have uh, workplaces seeing gatherings being banned, maybe catering to some extent might be hit and some companies might even think about working from home even more. So that will see the areas around the CBD zone or restaurants there seeing maybe a bit more of a dent when it comes to activity or traffic. So that will be one to watch when we look at the opening numbers 
later today. New economic data shows that the unemployment rate in Singapore rose in July. That's the first time in nine months, though, that unemployment has increased. Analysts, some of them say it's a blip. Other analysts say it's tightening COVID-19 rules that are to blame. Ryan, fill us in. What's the latest? Yeah, let's look at the numbers first. So unemployment in July came in at 2.8%. So that is up slightly from 2.7%. And if you look at Resident unemployment, um, that's up 3.7% from 3.5%. So based on what the Ministry of Manpower says, and it is uh, citing other labour market indicators, it suggests that the rise in unemployment rates could be due to a temporary easing of manpower demand in certain sectors because of the Phase 2 heightened alert stage. So some sectors just not needing as much manpower because of the drop in business. And this was between May 16 to June 13. So the MOM did not specify what sectors they were, but there's some colour from a Facebook post from Manpower Minister Tan Si Leng. He says, uh, mm. this reflects a dip in demand for manpower in affected sectors such as FMB services, and retail trade. So that is something we will get more colour or more details when a full manpower report comes out. Um, expecting the further relaxation of measures to boost manpower demand, signalling that anyway with that. Uh, Singapore is not the only country in the region trying to strike a balance between opening the economy and keeping COVID-19 in check. Thailand is preparing to welcome more tourists next month. Despite a relatively low vaccination rate nationwide, the opening up of Select destinations in Thailand is modelled after a pilot program over in Phuket, which welcomes some 26,000 vaccinated tourists over the past two months. So, which new destinations in Thailand are going to be open to visitors, Ryan? Yeah, just not too long ago, we had the so-called Phuket Sandbox. So, Thailand claims it's a success and is going to just replicate that in more places. And we could see it happen in Bangkok. Chiang Mai, as well as beach resorts Pattaya, Cha'am and Hua Hin. So from October the 1st, we could see the doors opened, or at least the borders open for these places. So along the journey down the road, we could also see more Thai places like Chiang Rai, Ko Chiang mm. and Ko Kut also fully reopening from the middle of uh, next month. And this is with travel bubbles being planned with neighbouring countries Next year, so that is a lot of potential tourism coming mm. back for Thailand to help revive its economy. Looking at Thailand, more than 12,000 people have died this year from COVID-19 in Thailand. One of the key criteria for opening up a city or a resort destination to tourists is that the locals have at least a 70% or the locale, I should say, has at least a 70% vaccination rate. The overall vaccination rate in Thailand, though, is about 14%. Next, let's turn to Japan, where markets are cheering Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga's decision to step down soon. The Nikkei rose for the second straight session yesterday, jumping nearly 2%. It is trading higher this morning as well. The blue chip index, meanwhile, set to undergo a major shakeup. Now, one very high-profile company is going to join the Nikkei next month, along with a couple of other major blue chips as well. So, Ryan, tell us who is in and who is out. Yeah, so markets getting excited in the past few days because of the um, stepping down of Yoshihide Suga because uh, he's been quite unpopular and they are hoping a new leader will bring in more fiscal stimulus and better um, policies. Mm. So that's been the past two days. And then you have another reason to get excited. 
It's a makeover for the Nikkei 225. Come 1st of October, there'll be three companies being added to the index. And this comprises Kians. This is a maker of industrial automation systems. In fact, it's the second biggest company in the country by market value. Mm. And of course, a name I think a lot of people will be familiar with, Nintendo. So this has been one of the biggest um, beneficiaries from the pandemic because of people staying at home to play more and just its growth of its games um, business. And you also have the third one in the form of Murata. This is a key supplier to the world's smartphone makers, including Apple. So Altogether, you have a better representation of the Japanese economy with these new names. And it also comes amid a bit of a tweak to the adjustment of how the um, calculations are done for the Nikkei 2 to 5. So previously, they were not included because these companies are just so big, having them inside would just skew the index too much to um, be relevant. So now with the latest calculation changes, uh, this is able to accommodate these three new companies. Time now for other headlines, some corporate news, and with that, a Tuesday morning game of Up or Down. Are you ready, Ryan? Let's go. Let's start with China stocks. All right, China is going to be an up for me, and that's because Chinese stocks are up. And in fact, it's rallied at least 10% on Monday mm. as investors seem to like the news of a third exchange being set up in Beijing to target SMEs on the innovation front. Yeah, up for me as well, some Chinese stocks, uh, tech stocks, in fact, surged as much as 30% yesterday. On the back of that piece of news, China planning to launch a third stock exchange in Beijing. Investors are hopeful that companies like Tongyi Aerospace and packaged food company Zhu Lai Liu will be listed on this new exchange. Next, let's look at the price of aluminium. Right, that is going to be an up for me. So aluminium is because of some geopolitics. So what's happening is you've got a bit of a coup happening in Papua New Guinea and that is the place uh, where most of the bauxite or in fact is the world's second biggest producer of raw material bauxite. So that's um, related with the production of aluminium. So it is something that is now seeing some uncertainty and that alongside has seen uh, prices for the metal rise 1%. So actually, this is a coup in Guinea. Mm. Um, so that is something to watch as it continues to unfold. Yeah, up for me as well for aluminium because of that military coup in the West African nation of Guinea. Aluminium prices are at their highest in a decade. Next. All right, it's a bit of a seesaw motion here, but what's Bitcoin doing? Okay, so I am going with up for Bitcoin. And that is seeing some news lifting it with the country El Salvador mm -hmm. about to make it legal tender today. In fact, its president has just said it has bought its first 200 Bitcoins. So good news for Bitcoin? Yeah, up for Bitcoin, at least on the back of that piece of news, the Central American nation El Salvador has bought 50 Bitcoins to hold as reserves, officially launching Bitcoins as an official currency today, El Salvador. Next, Keppel DC Reed. Okay, that would be an up for me. And that's because mm. it's going Dutch. It's bought a third data center in the Netherlands for around 37 euros. So this will just help you to expand even more in um, the Netherlands and, of course, in Europe. So this is in the um, area where you have one of 
the fastest growing data centers in Europe. And of course, there are a lot of data privacy laws happening in Europe. So having more of a base there will allow them to tap into even more businesses. All right. And finally, yesterday, we took a little trip to the movies. We talked about Marvel's newest release, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi is the first Marvel film to be shown exclusively in cinemas since the pandemic began. And it's raked in more than 90 million US dollars in its first few days at the box office. And now Sony wants in on the action. It's moving up the release of one of its hotly anticipated movies. Ryan, what's coming to the box? office. All right, it is Venom. So you might be familiar with the image of what looks like a black Spider-Man, but it's not really Spider-Man. It's a bit of a alien kind of um, related effect. (laughs) You've got like the alien helmet look on. (laughs) So it looks a bit like Spider-Man, but it's um, called Venom and it's Let There Be Carnage. So this is going to be shifted by two weeks up to October the 1st. So I think it's a case of how there is such a strong demand for superhero movies. Now people just want to escape into a new reality and they just want to tap on this huge demand right now before it kind of fades. So it is seeing well, people rushing to the box office and Marvel pushing or rushing to unleash more movies for this strong appetite for it. All right. So, I mean, between Shang-Chi and Venom, Let There Be Carnage, what's going to be first on your list? Wow. I would go with Shang-Chi because I've been meaning to catch these um, you know, old movie stars, Tony Leung, coming back to the big screen. So that's going to be a stronger motivation for me. I see. I see. All right. I'm going to be called up with a good book by Michael Moss called Hooked. It's really, really good. Is it All a right. movie coming soon or so? There should be a movie behind it. The book is that good. It's about how the fast food industry, uh, how how the uh, it, whole food industry literally has us addicted to certain uh, things in food. So you think you're making a choice, but you're not really. There are powerful forces behind it. Anyway, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. It's a great book. Read it. Uh, let's turn to Singapore now. We are 19 minutes into the local trading day. The STI rose half a percent yesterday to 31.01. How's the STI trading this morning? Yeah, I'm... Looks like it's giving back those gains. It's down 0.2%, 3,095. So it's back under 3,001. And we talked about those new rules. So how is it affecting the markets? It's mostly red right now, just a bit more than green. And you have the usual suspects when Mm. it comes to these things. The reopening names, um, for example, ComfortDelgo is down 1.3%. You've got SIA down 1%. And DBS leading the banks lower by 0.7%. So those tighter measures seem to be taking away some of the risk appetite for now. All right. Thanks very much, Ryan Huang there. We're going to continue to monitor Asian markets for you this morning. Uh, Asia-Pacific shares mixed from what we can see at this point of time. 20 minutes past nine. Coming up very shortly, SGX says it will not tolerate the harassment or victimization of anyone reporting a genuine concern. So if you are an employee and you have a concern, whether it's uh, about ethics or about fraud and a company, and, and you think you'd like to raise it, what are the options and the avenues that are open? to you and what are the process after you raise that report what happens next we're going to find out at 10:05 in money and me before acting on the information on money fm please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives financial situation and risk tolerance
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.